Hello, and welcome to Nerd Check. and hang out and experience the exaggerated swagger of two black nerds my name is adam aka adam teal aka mr adam i have many aliases but those are all of them and i am moose aka your friendly neighborhood super goat and we are so freaking hyped to be back here it's been a hot minute we've had so much go on since uh we had what graduations uh we've had mm-hmm. uh military coups internet outages that did happen. Uh, yeah that we did had all happen. the good all the bad you know what but we back and we vibing take it all and that's how you get the facts of life duh, 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 duh. i don't what theme song did you just sing there? I went Adam's Family. I don't know why. I was referencing the show. I, I The Facts of Life. I don't. I ain't watched that before. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's very funny that you just went Adam's Family with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was first thing in my mind. But we are very excited to be back. Uh, we're going to run a recap of uh, what happened. So Halloween. Oh, my goodness. That happened. We missed our, we did miss our spooky episode. We're going to do a spooky episode. Moose, would you like to tell the audience what happened? I think there was this small thing uh, where my government said, uh, hi, we're going to do a coup. Um, so that's, that's Sudan for you. And we had like no internet for a month. Great times. Great times. But we vibe. It, yeah, it was terrifying. As, as your friend and also your co-host, it was absolutely terrifying to just like <laughs> get, it was like. I, I remember yeah. I got a message that essentially just said, hey, man, so um, may not be around for a while. See you soon. <laughs> and I was like, um, what? <laughs> and then like, everyone's like, have you heard from Moose? Like, what's Moose up to? And I was like, I haven't heard from Moose. Moose said he wasn't going to be around for a while. It was like, did you hear Sudan's in a military coup now? I was like, what the what? Excuse me? That's uh, what you meant? She like, that's wild. That's very extreme for you to just say, like, I'll be back later. I'll be back. Uh, when they let me be back, I guess. Saying it like that, though, like, even during that time when I had, like, no freaking internet and, like, nothing to, like, fall back on, it was it was still the fun little nerdy things that I could fall back onto that, like, kept me excited mm-hmm. and going and like the things that were gonna come up soon so that was that was super freaking fun and this show was one of them so like getting to think about all of uh you know how a lot of like media has affected daily life um especially here but like also how that's affected my life and how how much richer it's made it and i appreciate that a whole lot and it's great to be able to come and recap all that here again <laughs> hell yeah then we hit november nothing uh-huh. crazy happened in november. it was thanksgiving we here, did have so. a 24 hour charity stream in november that was wild times also that was insane that yeah. was insane cuz yeah. so for context also if you if you don't follow us on social media we talked about it almost nonstop. Uh, Moose and I are part of an amazing group of people uh, called Rolling for Charity. We were two of the founders and essentially we did a 24 hour TTRPG charity stream Mm -hmm. and it was nuts. It was, it was absolutely insane and very fun. And like, I couldn't, 
I, I it was one of it's one of those things where I'm like I I couldn't say anything else other than like it was the yeah. most fun 24 hours. It was wonderful. It was absolutely amazing. We got to raise over seven thousand uh, dollars for charity. That was super freaking cool. Um, and just being able to do all of that again with the power of the rest of the community that we've built in our uh, fun little nerd bubbles has been oh wonderful. Is how you say, it. yeah. Um, but. Then came December. You had cool things happen in December? I had very cool things happen in December. Yeah. So I went to C2E2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was amazing with my lovely partner. Thank um, you. Yeah. Shout out to my partner um, one time. But yeah, so I went to C2E2 uh, or Chicago uh, Comic Book and Entertainment Expo. Um, and it was yeah. it was amazing. Uh, we had a really fun time. I then had something crazy happen because I know we talk about a lot of Doom Patrol on this. Uh, yeah. On this podcast, I cosplayed Cyborg from Doom Patrol with uh, two of my good friends, and they were Crazy yeah. Jane and uh, Robot Man. And yeah, we put yeah. like pictures up online. Uh, they got retweeted by, or they got like reposted by the actual Doom Patrol account. The actual Doom Patrol. Yeah, like they Yo! like reposting them, so like it's possible that the actual Doom Patrol. It's so freaking hype! It's so freaking hype! Like I keep hearing that, and it's just it's just as hype every time. That's so it, awesome! It was. A really I also cool haven't cosplay. told you it just happened again. It just happened again, like two days ago. Doubly is good. Heck yeah! Hype for you, Holmes. It was really good cosplay though as well. Like that Thank was you. top gear. I love it. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of work. Uh, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then uh, we had Spider-Man No Way Home come out, which oh my goodness was, uh-huh. is one of the best Marvel movies of all time. Also, absolutely it's my top it, five. Absolutely, um, we'll definitely get into details on that here in a, in a sec. Also, we'll, we're getting yeah. Into that. We had Hawkeye come out. We had Hawkeye come out, which I liked. Yeah. I thought it was good. It was pretty. It was pretty tight. Arcane came out. Arcane that did happen. Wow, yeah. I felt like it was years ago. Arcane came out. Arcane's amazing. You cannot mm-hmm. tell me it's not. And that yeah. brings us to this month, which this month, I mean, the nerd stuff hasn't stopped flowing. Uh, we've, really I think not. it, I mean, it's just been constant. There's new stuff every day. I'm really excited. Uh, I mean, the most recent thing is Legends of Vox Machina. Um, Yo, that, that, that show which, was super cool. Super. Do, you want, do we want to get into that? Let's, let's get go, into it. How about we go? Let's go backwards through time. Let's, let's take right. a trip backwards through time let's get it okay okay right. let's what so we, what are we starting off with then legends of vox machina did you watch i don't know if i've ever asked did you watch vox machina's like like the first season of critical role so i have watched the ending of vox machina and i have watched the beginning of the briarwood arc for vox machina so like is great timing oh, okay. um, because the way it's being released um, currently for Vox Machina is like the first two episodes are um, pre-stream shows, Three. and then the fir- the 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 rest of oh. the season is going to be like Briarwood arc. But like the third episode that was released, um, which they released all three uh, at one go, that was the one episode I saw streamed, um, and like now seeing that become animated, oh, so it's all so new cool. now. Yeah, for me here so on it's out, all it's new just That's, new stuff wow. from here on out. Yeah, like I know the end Damn. goal at the end game. I know what's going to happen at the end, but like that's so far away. So this is all just nice for me. Damn. Okay. I So like I watched Vox Machina. I 
I get to I get to do my fun uh thing that I get to say. Uh, I've watched Vox Machina since episode six. Uh, I have Yo, some of the you original were on it from like merch. episode six. Yeah, I watched Dang. it. I started it. So the story I love to tell is essentially I uh was homesick from work because I was working <laughs> at uh a nondescript sub place. A yep, uh, sub yep, shop yep. that you have to move at uh, what some would call uh, freaking fast speeds. Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's called the metro tunnels. Uh, it's called wow. Well, uh, but <laughs> essentially, I was homesick. My parents were on vacation, and I was like laying in, on the couch, like watching YouTube or like watching uh, Twitch, and like I came across like a marathon, and I was like, "What is this?" And it's like Geek It Sundry stuff. And it was Critical Role. And I was like, they were on episode five and they were just doing like a like watch party to like go back through all the episodes. And I was like, oh, I used to play D&D. And so I started watching and then I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then like I kind of fell in love with it and I caught back up in that week and started like watching live from like episode six on. That's wild. How many so, like, years I have original. Uh, that was like 2016, I think 2016, 2020. 15 something like Dang. that you were so allowed on i mean it's been a hot minute then? wild i know it's insane that they let me on be on the internet but like Dang. it's insane like looking at what's happened and stuff and it's like uh-huh. it's i i think this arc is is one of my favorite arcs that i've gotten to watch in like a D show oh, tight, and it, it kind of has it has a special place in my heart and so i'm, I'm very excited and i think i i mean i know i wanted to be watching it weekly so like you're gonna get weekly updates on this podcast from how oh, i feel heck about yeah it. heck yeah uh, and, uh, and so far my surprised face just going oh all throughout the whole time, time. Be great yeah just, oh well and i mean so far 10 out of 10 yeah it yeah it blows away every other like D D media and i'm not saying like streams or like podcasts or things i'm saying like D D media as in like tv shows or like past D inspired things it blows yeah. them out of the water i mean yes to be also fair to everything else this is a extremely high budget show with a lot of like yeah. st- like the voice acting cast is stacked like it, it, it's just absolutely stacked right there is yeah it's it's really good they use their money wisely i i feel like in in um getting the best they can with the money they have which oh, <laughs> with absolutely. that amount of money it was the best of the best <laughs> and i think i think it shows and that is that is not a drawback that is not a hindrance that does mean though like that like this is what the best D show can be right like this is what mm-hmm. if you give good voice actors and good content creators this much money to do something cool this is what's going to happen right like and i think i think a lot of other shows can do that yeah. but they again we're not talking about other shows right now we're talking about like legend of vox machina and they did an amazing <laughs> job so uh critical role team when you listen to this because like we know you're listening right like because we know that you're listening welcome yeah yeah uh we just want to say uh this was absolutely amazing congrats on all of it this was a journey and it's it's super cool to see how it's rolling um and it's very nice and also also it's critical rolling yeah it's it's critical rolling baby yeah no that was tight that's i see what you did there i see what you did there (laughs) but like 
one of the conversations that we've had before was critical role and the conversations around critical role and inclusion, right? Um, and this mm-hmm. animated show does that super well because we have oh my God, yeah. amazing voice actors, people for Lady Kima, people for... Uh, Sovereign Uriel. Yeah, people for Sovereign Uriel. We've got Gilmore, right? It's great. Like one of the things I mentioned right away was like the amount of inclusion that happens in this show, first of all, made me feel very comfortable and made right, me right. very happy. Right. Um, and I, I genuinely think they did a great job. And I think this is an example of making a diverse world mm-hmm. and like showing it in a way right. that isn't like you need to like, like. It's very cool that like, and this is like a little thing, and I I don't know if you feel this way, but it's like it's very cool that it's not like, hey, look, our king is black. Like it's just like, yeah. no, it's just yeah. Sovereign Uriel. Like yeah. that's who they are. Absolutely. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like that's and also awesome we don't the get fact like they moments. have Stephanie Beatriz, right? Like they could have skipped yep. on the POC actors. They could have just gotten like nope. people who are lower down on like the payment ranks, but they got the person who is now going viral with Encanto. They are uh, the Mm -hmm. internet sweetheart. This is absolutely amazing. And they are here (laughs) acting in this. That's just, that's super freaking cool. They got Dr. Who as well. Like wild. Yeah. So David, with this, with this being said, what other, like I don't know if D and D media or like TTRPG media or show would you want to get animated like this? Right, right. Because I have my answer right away. Yeah, um, I think there's a couple ideas that I'd want. Right, like number like mm-hmm. big shows that are out there. I would want to see um, Dimension Twenty. I have been into uh, the Unsleeping yeah. City recently, and I'd really want to see that. That sounds so freaking cool. Yeah, I just finished season one of On Sleeping City, and I'm like partway through season two. Hell right? yeah! Like that, I would love to see. But then also in like live stream and podcast areas, um, Unprepared Casters is a podcast that's run by uh, Haley Whipjack and Gus the Bard uh, on TikTok. Uh, it is super cool, yeah. super neat, short arcs. But like, I really enjoy Since that, you're and I, hi. yeah, hi, 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 Haley and Gus, uh, we love you. But that's the thing that I appreciate about like that show is the energy and the excitement that goes through it. And it feels mm-hmm. like condensing a lot of the exciting parts of different campaigns. They they borrow that shorter arc uh, idea from, um, uh, from Dimension 20. But the energy that these tables bring are very unique and very exciting and interesting. And I think they would benefit really well from seeing an animated version as well. Like you hear him just in voice, but now you get to do that too. I think that would be nice. Um, But what about you? What are the ones that you would want to see? Fantasy High. Fantasy High. Oh, tight. I love that we both went to Mention 20 with that. It's it's a TV show already. Like it's it's based out to be a TV show. And I think it'd be amazing. That's cool. Is it really? That's tight. I haven't watched it yet. Like if you, I mean, if you look at it, if you look at like the pacing of Fantasy High, it's paced to be a TV show essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it'd be a damn good one. And I would love to to watch it. Uh, Fantasy High. I mean, like, there's a lot. Like, I mean, to hype your stuff up, I think Super Splash would be a very cool TV show. Genuinely. Thank like, because of, like, the concept that. of it. I think it's, like, a, I think it'd be a very cool TV show. Like, Super Splash of Color, if you don't know, it's it's one of Moose's projects, if you want to talk about it. 
Yeah. So Super Splash of Color is uh, what I wanted to do to bring more color into the TTRPG, the into the TTRPG areas that I was in. Um, and my latest version was working with uh, a Masks, the new generation game, uh, which is a tabletop role-playing game based off of superheroes. And it was, what if my small village in Africa, right, in Sudan, became the center of a superhero world and how that could move forward and i think that would be super freaking neat right like seeing poc mm -hmm. superheroes just doing everyday stuff was the crux of what we were doing there and i i really really like that and want to see what that would be like as well i think that would be super neat right like you don't get to see a like just a black superhero flying down to grab a cup of coffee um, from this skylight uh, window and like just jump in and be like, hey, yo, you got a cup of joe? Thanks. Cool. I'm dipping. Have a good day. Like just having the small <laughs> fun things like that was just um, yeah. uh, the great moment. I think that would be a just... very cool show. Yeah, thank you. Thank like, you. Yeah, see, things like that, that would be tight. Stuff like that. I mean, I think this is going to open a door for like the TTRPG and D&D oh, &D, absolutely. Like, oh, absolutely. Because isn't, um, isn't the adventure zone getting an animated uh segment as well like they're getting a, a i a, think so i thought i heard about it yeah see like and that's the thing right critical role is always going to be the group that did it first that is something that's yeah. not going to be like going to be taken away from them and they did it well they didn't just throw out something minimalistic or I mean, minimalistic is not a bad thing but like they didn't throw something that was uh just hastily thrown together they half assed ex they did not half ass it yeah and wow. when other people do it and they will and it's going to continue growing and growing it's it's profitable as people will see um and have seen i mean look at the kickstarter again <laughs> it's gonna continue growing and it's gonna become easier and easier to make them as the some of these processes get streamlined um i always wish and i hope that you know artists don't get screwed over in uh in the in between and i think that's one thing that i appreciate about critical role right like they have worked hard to make sure that a lot of the artists and a lot of the people who are working on this project are like fairly compensated. Mm -hmm. I guess they followed more uh, rigorous and nice compensation things because they are artists who have had to work through a lot of these these worries and these uh, these pieces and have seen that struggle and they're able to like feed back into that community this way now. So that's super cool and I appreciate that. I like that. And I am hoping that when the critical role model for animation gets copied over, that people don't just copy what they think is marketable and what they think is going to be profitable. I hope they copy that too, that they need to realize that treating that mentality. You know, exactly. They need to copy that mentality as well of making sure that art is a collaborative medium, right? And one problem that we have a lot in TTRPGs is people get really invested into their own stories that they do not want to divest in it, right? Like they do not want other people jumping in and helping and keeping these ideas mm -hmm. fresh and changing them. But Critical Role was able to do that, right? Like Matt did not voice all of the NPCs, even though he did in the stream show, because that's not feasible and that's that's him opening up this space for all of these other people to be part of the show and i think that you know it is a big difference between voicing 
a POC in a stream as an NPC versus what they did now where they were like, hey, yo, these are POCs. We've established that already. I do not feel comfortable doing that now when there are other people that we can compensate to do that. And like they did well. They did great. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I so think I'm they hoping did great. people understand that and they understand the nuance of what Critical Role did here and that it wasn't it wasn't just um it wasn't just a throwaway thing. Like most of those decisions yeah. were thought through very rigorously. And I appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, and I think, I mean, going off of that, and I think, like, one thing that, like, you know, it, it had already been brought up, but going, I mean, going back to the whole time, going through time, and, like, I think that's that's a good stepping off point to, like, going through, like, the thought process of stuff. Um, I haven't seen it, but I know you have. Encanto yeah. came out. Oh, my goodness um, gracious. No, absolutely. Right. Stephanie Beatrice in Legends of Vox Machina is also... Uh, Mirabel Madrigal in uh, Encanto, which is the main character. She's the main character in that. Um, Encanto is a story about a family who lost their home and lost everything as um, as the miracle happened. And Encanto, uh, uh, a magical incantation essentially, happened. And they have this isolated village, right, where... Uh, there are super-powered individuals in this family. There are the three siblings, three main siblings, right? One controls weather and, like, sees prophecy and helps. And then there are their kids. So now you have three generations, right? Like, you get the grandmother, her three kids, and you get then um, two of the, 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 the daughters have, have kids as well. So you get three generations, and there is so much going on. The music is absolutely wonderful. It's done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, and then it goes on to all of this detail and all of these ideas about family uh, intergenerational trauma, this family pressure, what it means to want to succeed for your family. And a lot of these ideas and and and, and thoughts that come up in uh, specifically Colombian culture and in similarly a lot of uh, POC cultures, but again, more specifically in Colombian culture, that is such an interesting thing and something that you do not see. This was not an ordinary movie where, you know, there's a big villain that you have to fight. The villain in this was just accepting each other. Mm -hmm. it, it was, it was, it was super cool. It was, it was super neat. I think awesome. that it, has become my favorite Disney movie. That was a spot that was really? long held by Tangle, but this has absolutely jumped and beat it in no time. Uh, this I was able to see myself in a lot of these things, right? Like there is uh, a song in it about carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders as you uh, try your best to achieve what you think your family or somebody else wants from you, right? And like there's a mm -hmm. some of some of those things are absolutely open for interpretation and there are a lot more nuance and a lot more conversation going on but in the end I was able to like see myself into a, in a lot of these situations and having that and having people whose skin tone resembled mine whose conversations were so yeah. neat and wonderful and did not have to hide themselves in the way that we are used to right like a lot of these conversations um you could there was there was spanish being spoken throughout the movie there was a whole song in spanish um and that was just absolutely amazing um 
Granted, I do not speak Spanish. However, it is still very nice to have that happen and to to know that there are people out there getting the representation they deserve. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think it's interesting. Like I have not seen Encanto. That's why uh, I wanted I wanted Moose to kind of lead that conversation a lot more. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm planning on waiting a little bit to see it. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, it got very pushed to my social medias, and it got very oversaturated for like my taste. So it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I can't watch it yet. But I'm I'm excited from what I've heard from everybody, and this has happened to me before. With other movies, uh, mm-hmm. Moose knows about that. And actually, oh, yeah? like what I've now seen one of those movies, Into the Spider Verse, which yeah, yeah, yeah I have yeah. now seen it. How long? How long did it take you to watch it? It took me two and a half years to watch it. God, that's so long. Oh my goodness! It took me two and a half years to watch. You know what? I'm it. That's because everybody and their mom, everybody and their mom kept like being like. Well, you like Miles Morales, so you must like this movie. And I was like, please stop. But please did stop you know? That on me. It's it's great. It's it's fantastic. I loved it, and like it's I mean, nothing fair, against the movie. It's yeah, nothing yeah. against the movie itself. Yeah. It was just that like yeah. I had to keep on being told like this is your movie, and I was like I get that, but like yeah. if it's my movie, I could pick when I watch it. Uh, yeah, but it no, it, it's awesome. I'm glad that, that was Encanto... my movie. Where my bank at? Where where my dough at? I ain't getting jacked. <laughs> right? I'd about? like money. I'd like money. If this if this is my movie, where's my money? Um, but like, it makes me happy to hear that Encanto really clicked and vibed with a lot of people. And, um, mm-hmm. I'm really happy to hear that is the case yeah. and I need to watch it. Um, yeah, but I, I did want to, I did want to kind of use that as, as a stepping stone again. Right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to step it up and use some stepping stones. Are you trying to seg my way? I'm trying to seg your way, if you will. That's Hell a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Speaking on like the terms of like race and everything. I don't know. Have you... Because another show that just came out, we haven't even gone back in history yet, but another show that just came out was Peacemaker. Have you been hearing the stuff coming out about Peacemaker? I have heard. I have not watched anything from Peacemaker. So there's a lot of like racial talk in Peacemaker, and they actually go into like some really heavy topics. Uh, I, I'm catching up. I've, I've only seen bits and pieces, but yeah. like one of the big things that is brought up in one of the episodes, spoilers for Peacemaker, is that essentially peacemaker's dad is a racist he's a white supremacist and builds all of peacemaker's tech and there's a whole scene where like vigilante is talking to peacemaker and is like you're a racist and he's like no i'm not i don't support what he supports and he's like yes but you still work with him you still use Mm -hmm. his tech you Mm -hmm. still do all of this Mm -hmm. if it walks like a duck and he's like, why the why are, like and it becomes a joke because it's like, why are we talking about ducks? He's like, I don't fucking know, but like you're a racist. And yeah. like it's peacemaker. There's a lot of like dealing with that. And like there's also a, a great scene where vigilante goes to prison and uh goes and finds peacemaker's dad and essentially goes to like a group of white supremacists, sits down and goes, What's your favorite thing that black culture has done for uh, whoa? You? Whoa. just straight up straight up Whoa. straight up because what's your favorite thing that black culture has done for you and he's like my favorite is rock music uh and the fact that uh we stole their culture to create rock music off of and like come on like 
all of their music was stolen and you know white creators then redid it and we told we said that was better but uh i i really like their original rock, rock music and like i'm gonna say this this is very bad what he says next but i'm gonna quote it okay but essentially the quote is he's like because without it it'd be the sloppy sounds of fucking your sister music oh my good oh my good <laughs> that's literally the line oh in the show God. and they're like they're like he's like come on tell me like what you guys like about like what black culture did for us and they're all like are you serious he's like oh you want to go next or do you like that music like i'm sorry you might like that sounds of that and essentially like he beats the shit out of them holy wow sir it's a whole scene but it's like they're having that that conversation straight up with like white supremacy and being like right right, right. you you might claim that you're not a racist but yeah. if you're working with racists and you're supporting racists yeah. you're a racist like and it's uh-huh. it's very uh-huh. interesting that they're having that conversation openly on a tv right. show about a stupid guy from the suicide squad mm-hmm. i i like that i like that a whole lot right like i think that mm-hmm. it, that conversation needs to happen and that idea needs to be something that's thought about much more right especially in a lot of these online spaces where people like to stay in the neutral and in the gray where they're like, oh yeah, I can support these organizations because they're not overtly racist, but like, or even like I'll, you know, there's, there's been a lot of controversy about like these different um, gaming companies that are uh, being super racist or being super sexist. Right. And like just having all of these discriminatory behavior. Right. And people are like, oh, well, I've already bought the game. I'm going to continue participating in this behavior or like I'm doing, I'm I'm only participating tangentially and that feels very much in the same line as what peacemaker is saying and then like you can't pick any side that is not against these oppressors and be cool you there is there is mm-hmm. either helping them or not helping them is the two easiest ways to think about this and yes there is nuance absolutely sure however then the problem becomes people always use that nuance as a way to defend the shitty things they are doing as opposed to a way to find ways to bring people into, you know, the more, uh, the more helpful side of the conversation. So uh, until that can happen, ain't no nuance for y'all. You've lost the nuance privilege. No. And I think that's like the interesting thing is like, cause vigilante is a white man. And he's yeah. just straight up calling out racist. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's it's dope. And it's like, it's yeah. a very dope thing. And That's I've like tight. watched that scene. Again, sorry for that quote. That is literally straight from the show. I know it's a very vulgar quote, but it is straight up from the show what he says. You gotta wash your mouth with soap after this. I might actually have to. But essentially, I just think it's very cool that we're getting like real life things in, in superhero shows. And I've talked about it before, but like right. one of my favorite things is like the show The Watchmen. Um, and how they address oh, you know, yeah. racism. It seems so like they are continuing that and like continuing those ideals of like talking about it and not trying to be like, we live in the best world ever. And just like having those open discussions, I think it's very good. I think it's, I think it's good. Like that's, that's where I wanted to end that one. At least another segue through time this time. We're going back, like we're going way? back to 19. No, I'm kidding. Dude, we need to make songs for Seg My Way. Uh, but we're gonna segue yeah. back in time a little bit to December because we mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Spider Way yeah. and yeah, no are we doing? Are we way. doing uh, time magic? Are we? Are we Doctor Strange in this? Be let's go. 
we're going to be strange. Dude, also really quick side thing. How excited are you for uh, Madness of the Multiverse I am so hyped. So, like, here's the thing. The rumors for it are fucking wild, right? They are off the chain. And if Mm -hmm. we thought the rumors for Spider-Man were wild, but now these are too, and I'm not putting anything past them at this point. So I'm just unabashedly excited is the only thing I'm feeling for this movie at this point. I fully have a theory about yeah. uh, multiverse, if you uh-huh. want to hear it. Uh, yeah. So I nerded out to, uh, again, my partner. I'm not trying to shout out my partner Amazing. every 10 seconds, but it's like, yo, shout out. We then. just fully, she's a huge nerd. Uh, Ellie, mm-hmm. love you. Uh, she's a huge nerd. And mm-hmm. I like lost my shit because I watched the, the trailer for Multiverse of Madness. And I was right. like, Baron Mordo's hair. I have a theory about it. Yeah. Because, you know, we see him with dreads, right? Yeah. I think that Baron Mordo was not snapped. I don't think he disappeared in the snap. I think he remained oh, because his hair that. is too long. He okay. has very long dreads. And I'm like, that take that would take about five years of growth to get dreads right. that long, right? I could. So I, I mean, yeah, that's fair. I think he wasn't snapped. He could have extensions in, but like. Okay. I think I mean he I was just saying snapped. that like it could be a multi it could be a, a, a variant. That's very true. I didn't even I, I didn't take that into this theory I should have. But I don't think he was snapped. It, what I think yeah. is that he stayed, got almost all the magic users, like Wild. like capped them, right? And then because of Doctor Strange meddling with time, all of right. the other ones come back. Right? Wild. And he's like I think Multiverse of Madness is going to set up Baron Moro's villain arc. I think this is him being like, Steven, you are the worst thing to happen because I got rid of magic, essentially. I was the only magic users other than... Do you think he is the villain for Multiverse of Madness or he is being set up for a villain for a later movie? I think he's getting set up for a later movie villain. Okay, very fair, very fair. Like, this is is his, like, final straw, essentially. It's like, it's always you. It's always you, Steven. You always fuck things up for me. And I think this is that. Yeah. And so I just think... I've heard it a million times, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is it like that's my theory is that that happened. But to talk about Spider Man, amazing! It like yeah. that film yeah. is like it's not a Marvel movie, and like not to say that Marvel movies aren't films, but like it didn't feel like the standardized Marvel movie that we well, usually have been I getting. Mean, I mean. Two thirds of its characters were not standard Marvel movie characters. They were True. from a different version of these movies. Like these movies, the Sp- the older Spider Man movies, be it the Amazing Spider Man or just the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy, right? Like those were in very different eras, as well as very different filmmaking ideas. Bringing those two together yeah. and into this movie absolutely changed it and made it into something completely new and different and i think that's that's the most exciting thing about it is that this was this was tom holland's movie but it was still set up in a world that was much bigger than just the mcu and it made it feel completely new because people were complaining about the mcu getting repetitive and 
things getting very similar, right? Like this yeah. said, hey, yo, cool. We understand that. But how about we bring in some of these other things that worked, right? Like they brought in essentially some of the better plot elements from these other movies and furthered that story. Oh, absolutely. And I think I think this is the best we've seen Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Um, I said it after I watched the movie, but essentially the way that I, I now see the first three MCU, the first two MCU Spider-Man movies, uh, right, right. they were a prequel. This was a prequel story, and now we are watching Spider-Man. Right, right. No, absolutely. It reframed the older movies, and like it made me like them much more. They were good movies. Yeah. Absolutely. But now they are a wonderful homage oh, great. to Aunt May, to seeing how Peter becomes who he is, how our yeah. new version of Spider-Man comes to be. Right. Like we were complaining about Uncle Ben. And while that is a very this is a very different take, his death doesn't seem as important now because we still get what his death symbolized. We get that with uh, mm -hmm. with great power. There must also come great responsibility. Right. That is absolutely wonderful that we get that now. Um, but with Aunt May. Even with the others, we didn't get that much time with Uncle Ben. We got half a movie yeah. or maybe three quarters of a movie. A quarter we of a movie. Get, yeah. yeah. We did not get two full get movies, movies. And like, yeah, yeah. We got like, yeah, exactly. Two and a half, three. We got a lot of time. And it was a very well-liked version of Aunt May. Like, even people who preferred the others did not hate this Aunt May. I feel like there wasn't a lot of dissent Absolutely. against her. And this made her super likable. And to have her ripped away was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. But I think I think one of the, the other things that this movie did was bring back old villains in a right. way that felt non-exploitative of, like, right, who right. The, the actors were. But right. in a way, like, it was really awesome to see, like, Willem Dafoe's, uh, like, goblin come back and be like... Right. Oh. I'm scared. Like I don't want this. Please help me. And it was yes. like those like those scenes were great. And like having Doc Ock go good again and being like, oh no, like this is bad. And oh, like God. I mean, let's talk about the fact that like fucking Toby and Andrew came back and like those like since you're listening, Toby and Andrew, like amazing job. Like Absolutely. that was yeah. one of the most like like Andrew Garfield, I need to personally call you out real quick. Uh, amazing performance amazing. <laughs> amazing i see what you did there i didn't mean to do it but it works i still in the theater teared up with when he catches mj and is just going are you okay oh my god you're okay i teared up teared up at that like also can i just say and like i don't know if you felt this i feel like they stepped the action up of this movie beyond anything right. we've seen right. and like right. that's all like other than Endgame, really, like, well, my even God, game though for Spider Man specifically, like Spider Man yeah. has a very interesting and unique way of doing things, right? Like the acrobatics yeah. and all of these things happening can most of the time not be found in a lot of these different characters. You can find them in maybe the Robins, right? Like I think that is like some of the closer yeah. ones where like they have gadgets that can like make them do similar things. But even with Daredevil, right? Like he is still he's still a more grounded character doesn't do a lot of these things he might be as flexible right 
and as like and, and relatively more durable but like you have spider-man doing these cool ass flips around the statue of liberty and it's just so freaking good so well done oh chef's kiss well i also mean like i the the scene that i will forever throw out to people and be like you want to watch some you, you want to watch somebody get just damaged in a fight get molly whoop yeah the the molly whop that green goblin drops on spider-man in the hallway where he punches him in the gut throws him up catches right. him by his feet and power bombs him through the floor oh my god that scene alone is one of the craziest things in the world to me so i was like oh spider-man's powers. dead i was like spider-man's so dead oh my god uh so that good. i think like like the action in it too like even like the subtle stuff of like i mean you referenced it daredevil coming back we have matt murdoch back yeah and like yeah, him baby. catching the brick him catching yeah. the brick like i've I've theorized some stuff about that that he was telling spider-man that uh in the moment to uh because he could hear the guy about to throw the brick downstairs uh-huh. that's my yeah. theory is that he could hear the guy about to throw that's the brick cool. and that's always like you have to you have to like do the public opinion and then like the brick came through and he immediately caught it to be like see, <laughs> see like what see what to, i like, say prove his point and you know what actually now yeah. that i think about it i think next spider-man villain in this series i think is going to be kingpin and i would really really want to see that that would be amazing seeing spider-man yeah. uh, like seeing tom hall and spider-man with vincent d'onofrio oh my god since he's back from hawkeye too i was gonna say speaking of that hawkeye yeah yeah oh how did you, how did you like hawkeye okay i still do not like jeremy renner that's a thing however okay the show itself was absolutely Sorry, Jeremy, amazing. we know that you're listening. Yeah, my bad, G. But, like, Haley Steinfeld did such a good Kill. job. And also, just in general, I really appreciated the Hawkeye character more. This, again, begrudgingly, uh, he did a good job. He did a really good job. Uh, Jeremy Renner did a really nice job here. It's great. Um, yeah. It's just, it was a very nice show that made me care about the least uh memorable avenger in the mcu right like he was yeah he was the one that he was the butt of the jokes and now he is a character that people can step into his shoes like this is the character that you you could and should like or you could and would be in the mcu this is the character that like goes around with an ice pack and a pack of advil after he's gone through a fight and like what what are we gonna do if (laughs) Like jumped into the MCU right now. Probably something along those lines, except with less good archery. Dang. Well, I'm a pretty good archer. Yeah, well, we can't all be you. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I think they did a really good job on it. I think it's a, a very uh, interesting show. I still need to finish it. Yeah. I feel like it, it was a very fun show. I do. It's very interesting. Like I saw people near the end of like, like last year, like essentially like ranking all the MCU stuff that came out last year. Right, right, right. And it was really interesting because, like, I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, one thing to me was, like, there was a lot of people who ranked Falcon and the Winter Soldier very low on their list. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, I had, was, like... I have problems with that. I had problems. I think my top three last year was Spider-Man No Way Home, number mm-hmm. one, because of just how great, groundbreaking it was. Shang-Chi. Absolutely and then amazing. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
Oh, absolutely. Those are absolutely. my top three in the year. Absolutely. 100%. Yes, 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 yes. I really do like that a whole lot. And I think, so here is the thing. I think it's probably because like the way we see things, like we literally talked about the representation in Shang-Chi at our very first episode of Nerd Check, right? Like, yeah. So seeing that representation, seeing what it has done and seeing what it adds to the MCU means so much and having the conversations that need to happen happening in falcon and the winter soldier was absolutely amazing i think it was a criminal mm-hmm. offense that isaiah bradley did not get nominated for any awards because his monologue oh my goodness yeah. gracious! i think i think it's one of those things of like even looking at it now it's still one of those series that i'm like god that was just so good and i know like we talked about shang chi on here and like we've talked right. about falcon and the winter soldier but it was like it was just one of those things of like going back to last year I think one of the biggest things MCU did was representation and like, right, right, right. Yeah. Strides in representation. Absolutely. I think though, however, that the most of the earlier shows in the Disney plus MCU shows now at this point have had the issue of their ending where the ending did not satisfy a lot of the viewers. Whereas Hawkeye did. Hawkeye had a relatively self-contained arc right? Like you could see the beginning and the end and that was, they were good. They were done. There was nice. There was a lot of like, there was a lot of loose ends that they could see for future, but the main story was wrapped up. However, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yes, it was wrapped up, but it was in a very relatively weak way, right? Like there was a, yep, Captain America trying to get to, to become Captain America was essentially what it was. Yeah. And like we got there, but then there was a lot of those major threads, like the the villains they were trying to fight uh one world one people having that they did the very shitty mcu thing where they like will present relatively viable i like leftist ideas and be like hey yo they might be right but they killed a bunch of babies you know like that that hyperbole (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly they may be correct but they also murdered a town womp womp like <laughs> and then like, like make MCU sure that they like ah. show you do that exactly like hey yo we we understand you've got a lot of like propaganda you got to push mcu but like come on man please give us some room so like yeah all of those together make for me understanding why the current mcu audience did not appreciate falcon and the winter soldier as much am i happy about it no i'm not and it, those those lists that happened at the end of last year definitely helped me realize who are the creators that I vibe with more and the creators that understand what I am looking for in a show, right? Like this, this helped me know how to curate my media a lot more and to understand how I am with others and, and like just balancing all those ideas, things like that. Oh, uh, sorry. I just had a brain blast. Yeah. One other thing I, I wanted to throw out, I don't know when this happened because I still have not caught up yet. It's probably uh, yesterday. Young Ju- it's like it was not yesterday, but mm-hmm. uh this is I a big be. thing uh for representation that I think I, I don't know if I if I told you or if you saw that I think is amazing. And this wasn't actually Marvel, this was DC. Good job, DC. Uh, for Young Justice, they introduced, I don't know what their last name is, but I know their first name is Khalid. Ooh. And they are a a Muslim uh, wizard in the DC world who takes the mantle of yeah. Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate? Like, is a homie named Khalid? Dr. Fate. 
he's Let's dope. Go. And uh, it's very, it's very awesome. One of the big things is, is like, cause uh, he's becoming a doctor and like they, I like the scenes that I've seen. Essentially, it very much talked about like how he is mixed, half American, half um, uh, Egyptian, and how he has magic, but he's becoming a doctor, and how his mother had magic, and essentially she gave it up when she became Muslim. Hmm. It is very interesting, like the conversation that's had, because essentially he's like, "Why would I give up these gifts?" And like they fully have a conversation about Allah and. Uh, yeah. It's very funny. Like they have a moment where he's he's with like a group of other wizards, and they're like, "Good job, Khalid." And it's like, actually, it's Khalid. You say it with like the back of their throat, like, and they're like trying. And he's like, "You're close enough. Like you're trying. That's the that's the thing that matters." Hell yeah, it's great. It's you know, awesome. This some of this is why I really like Miss Marvel, and like why she is Kamal mm-hmm. Khan is like my favorite character, and like. If there is a character like that Khalid in the DCEU, then like, hell yes. I want to see yeah. that representation and I am going to be like, checking that out ASAP. They like fully have a conversation too about like, like, and when I say like they have a fully con- full conversation about Allah and it's like, I don't know uh, Muslim prayers, uh-huh. but like at one point he says one and essentially yeah. that's his like focus in, oh. in like getting back to himself that's tight it's that's very cool tight. like they do like that as like and it's like very like not from from what i could tell as, as an outside viewer yeah. but like having the experience of being put on the like exploitative side of things right it, it appears very non-exploitative and just very much like this is this character and i like i even was like i've never heard of this character looked them up fully was the character and like they just were like yeah we, we brought him into young justice Dang. and i was like that's that's awesome. super cool. No, I I really appreciate that because again, as Muslims, we get so little good representation. And sure, it is changing and it is growing. That's absolutely true. However, it's not mm-hmm. been doing as much in a lot of this, like fantasy and sci-fi, and a lot of these different worlds, right? Like, I it's really nice to see that representation um, being shown and being shown in a positive way. Most of the times, it is in negative light um so yeah i like that i really appreciate that and the more we get the nicer it is for us so i'm hype yeah i'm happy and i i I thought that would be something that you would be interested in to hear because since we're talking about representation it just it made me flash to that but we're all the way back so we're in december at this point what happened before december other than spooky month i think that was it yeah, we had, uh, we oh, had a lot of other announcements as well. Yeah, we had like DC we fandom do. happen, um, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, we had... We got to see Black was... Adam for the first time. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, we have currently like Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I feel a type of way about... I haven't watched it. So like, that's a, me, that's a you thing. Me neither. That's okay. me neither. Cool. And I think that's the point that I was going to make was... I feel like... Because like The Mandalorian... The second that hit TVs, I was watching it. It yeah. wasn't a option. It was the second it was out, it was on my screen. Mm-hmm. I've That's not fair. felt that at all for the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I don't want to like besmirch it and like talk shit about it at all. Cause like I haven't seen it. Right. I don't know right. Right. how to feel about it. I don't know if I feel some type so, of way about it, but I'm just at like, the very it just hasn't then, drawn. Me. They need better marketing, do you think? I don't even think it's marketing. It's just like, I think like one of the big things to me, like a draw, a drawing point to me is like, what is your story about? 
Mm-hmm. And like, I, I guess that is marketing, but like, I just like, even with the stuff that I've seen, I've just been like, oh, okay. Well, like, I'm, oh, not, it's, I'm not that interested personally. Like, I love Boba Fett. I want to cosplay Boba Fett. But like, from what I've seen a lot, like, and what I've heard from like friends who have watched it, and again, <laughs> secondhand accounts, I can't, obviously, you can't rely on those perfectly. But from what I've heard a lot, it is a lot of white saviorism is put oh. into the script a lot oh no 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 yeah so i i haven't really been i haven't really been like trying my hardest to see it personally but i don't know that's that's what i've heard again like yeah i haven't watched it myself so like don't take my word for it personally that ain't a vibe that ain't you know but by the way yeah i don't know if you've watched this either but like things that i haven't watched but have just fully like vibed with so i guess on the other end of that is euphoria um and like i have the memes have been freaking sending me like just like yeah then the one normal student in euphoria high or like the one normal teacher in euphoria high oh like in my head now all i can think of of euphoria is just this wasteland of a high school where everybody gets high and does nothing but like terrible things to each other i was like okay well like i straight up i saw a clip yesterday mm-hmm. and it was like this girl like looked like she was like auditioning for oklahoma and they kept making that like a joke but it was like she's like are you high and zendaya's character's like yeah and they're like oh my god you're you're doing drugs again and she, she literally like the response was like well i'm like i smoke some weed and they're like i'm on crack and i was like I'm Shit. sorry. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Zero to like, I went to school here, and that never happened. Like, it's there was wild. never a bathroom conversation of, "Dude, are you high?" And it's like, "Yeah, on crack." Like, I was like, "That's insane." Like, I was like, "Jesus, what is happening?" But I, but I am vibing with like the idea of it. It seems very interesting. I will kind of want to check it out. Oh. Dune came out. That movie happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? I have not watched that either. That's a lot. Zendaya had a lot of stuff, I guess. Zendaya, since you're listening, you're a yeah. queen. I hope you know that. Yeah, you're, that's you're true. Queen. That's hundred percent. So I'm gonna give my complete unbiased. Well, it's biased. <laughs> it's my bias. My complete unbiased. I didn't like Dune. Fuck, wait. I didn't. I didn't like Dune because. Yeah, I've never seen Dune before. Like, I didn't know. Like, I heard it obviously reference, and like, there's the joke in in uh, in uh, uh, Critical Role where it's like, "Oh, do you spice?" Because like, the drug in Dune is spice, and it's oh, like, it's yeah, like I get, I get it, and I'm like, it's a cool property. I know it essentially made like Star Wars and set up so many things in the world. But I'm like, that movie explains none of its plot, explains nothing that is happening. And if I'm being honest, it is so much more confusing than anything I've ever fucking watched in my entire life. Damn. Like, I sat through the whole thing and then texted. I texted our friends, like, why is this good? And literally one of my friends had to be like, that's a reference to this. And I was like, is it? What are you talking about? Like why i what i didn't even know that was a reference to that they were like yeah it's a reference to this and i was like they're like did you pay attention to the movie i was like i tried but it's so 
it's just oh, there's God. so much that I didn't get. Like, yeah. so like I tried my hardest, but it was really hard to get this movie. Yeah. Now, my friends who have read Dune or have like watched the older Dunes love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely think it's it's a bop. And I'm like, more power to you if you think it's a bop. It's yeah. not for me though. I'm gonna watch the next one because like I also went down that road of like I have to know why people love this so much. Yeah. Yeah. So like I definitely no, watched it fair. again. That's fair. Did you, by the way, hear about the crypto bros that bought a Dune? like a copy of dune nft i think is what it was something like that and they thought that they were buying essentially the rights because they were like yeah we paid two million and now we're gonna the first thing we're gonna do is like let a lot of people use the property and i was like bro that's not that's not it homie it is is great i so like i'd seen jokes about that that actually happened I maybe I maybe it didn't maybe you know what I hope it did I saw a ton of jokes about it I hope it did because that's very funny also hey everybody who follows Nerd Jack um come real close to your mic right now because I'm gonna whisper in your ear something yeah don't buy NFTs it's killing the world do the world a favor stop I agree that's sorry I hate NFTs, this. and I'm you know what? Fair. Uh, hi, yep. I, I can I, actually say this pain. now. This is another. We talked about it earlier because you mentioned degrees. Hi, yeah. as a person with a graphic design degree, I did graduate while we were gone. Um, Hell yeah! Stop buying NFTs. NFTs. God, I can't even say the right letters. NFTs and STDs. Stop. NST. Do not buy STDs. Yes. Let them. Let them all dry out and then nobody's gonna have them anymore yeah yeah no i'm looking through and like you know just like bare bone research it seems like they did pay three million dollars and they goofed jesus hey yo pay me that money you can goof on my stuff you know like i'll even i'll even sell you i'll sell you my copyright for three milli i'll do that right now Right but now, I, what you need. I love the idea that they were like, we're going to buy Dune and it's going to be great for us. And it's like, what are you getting out of this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? No, they said their things why? were there. They were like, oh, yeah, we've bought it. And now our mission is to A, make the book public to the extent permitted by the law. And then B, produce an original animated limited series inspired by the book and sell it to a streaming service. And then C, support derivative projects from the community. It's like, bro, you you ain't got the rest it's of like, shit. You got a copy of the book. It's like, just pay hey. $3 million instead well, it's of $10. Like, well, it's like, hey, bud. Did you ever think about, I don't know, using your $3 million to do all three of those things? Because would have paid for it. Good all three of those God. things could have been paid for with $3 million. And instead you were like, I'm going to buy Dune. That's very funny. I, I, I'd heard jokes about it, but I didn't know it actually happened. That's it's great. wild. It's wild. Good golly. But yeah, I'm trying to think of other things that have come out recently. I think that's like, most of like, things. The, that's most. Of I think that was our doing. list. Yeah, that was, that was our list. There's a lot of other stuff that's come up. So, dear listeners, if there is anything that's happened between, like, Halloween to now that's in the nerd world that you're really excited about, 
throw it off our way and we'll see what it was if we haven't talked about it yet yeah. and we'll bring it up into conversation which by the way you can reach us at nerdcheckpod at gmail.com and at our all our socials as well uh nerdcheckpod on instagram and on twitter yeah yeah there's a topic that you really uh, are passionate about or anything like that seriously send it our way we would love to talk about it i know both myself and moose are very big on talking about new and upcoming things that maybe we haven't heard of because like yeah we're not yeah. sentient like we don't have uh I, omnipresent okay. sentience. i don't we are sentient. That's what I, was trying I don't to know say. what you're talking what, about we are sentient you, i was trying to say you, omnipresent you sentience. loophole i was like like a, we like, aren't sentient. Am I sentient? I'm not. I, shit, oh I wait! Speaking not. of sentience, real quick, yeah. quick rapid fire review, really fast. Did you watch the new Matrix movie? I have. I enjoyed it. It was cool. I haven't watched Same. the other ones in a while. This was fun. Yeah, yeah. Same. That's exactly how I felt, and I literally was like, "This movie adds to the story. I d- it didn't really do anything uh-huh. to detract from it." Uh-huh. Good job. Yep. Yep. Six yep. out of ten. Hell yeah. If you like Matrix, watch it. it it's yeah, probably yeah. not gonna affect anything, but it's a fun watch. Mm-hmm. Other movies that came out, rapid fire stuff that I'm trying to just throw at you. I don't think anything else came out that I know of. So uh please again, if you have stuff that you are passionate about that you wanna want us to talk about, throw it to our email. Again, that is nerdcheckpod at gmail.com. Um, and that is also you can also hit us up on our social medias. We do check those. Also, if you have any hot takes, so if you have a an opinion, if you are like, "Hey, Falcon and Winter Soldier sucked," uh, send that to us at nerdcheckpod at gmail Let us know. We want to hear your ideas. We want to hear that because we'll have conversations about it. But yeah, I think that's that's gonna yeah. wrap it us for uh, wrap it up for us. Wow, my mouth decided not to work there. Moose, do you want to go first? Yes, my name is Mustafa. Mustafa name so nice. You gotta say it twice, or as known on the. Oh shit! Fuck! I forgot my the rest of my thing. Um, hi. <laughs> no, fuck! Shit! Ah. Shit! I forgot. I do love this. Um, I'm gonna keep. I hope it this in. all stays in. Um, yes. Um, hello, my name is Moose, or as known on the internet, the Super Goat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me everywhere as Supergoat. Yeah. We chilling. Uh, sometimes I remember uh, my name and stuff. From Moose Chillin', uh, hi, my name is Adam. Uh, you can find me anywhere online under Adam Teal underscore official. That is, uh, I'm on there on Instagram and TikTok. You can also find my cosplay content under Mr. Adup. But yeah, I, I'm doing a lot of yeah. content uh started my first series on my new social media stuff it's well, super cool making mortal Kombat characters into D items it's very fun uh but yeah anyway thank you for listening uh we appreciate you we hope that you will come back and we will see you real soon and don't forget the best you that you can be I'm the guy.